I am Danny J, and you are listening to Let Me Put You On. Let Me Put You On is a podcast where I share some of the latest happenings in the music industry, and of course, you can expect me to give my opinion on the music and what's been going on as well. I cover mostly hip-hop, but artists from genres such as R&B, pop, and gospel may also find themselves being topics of my discussions. Now let's see what I've got to get into today. All right, what's up, everybody? You are officially tuned into the very first episode of Let Me Put You On. I am so, so excited to be here, and I am so thankful that WANMFM 90.5, the Flavor Station, has allowed me to bring this production to them. So, because this is the first episode, I'm going to explain to you all quickly how each episode will work and what you should expect before I dive right in, okay? Cool. So, each episode will start out with a segment that I will call What's Happening, where I will share what I think are the hottest things happening in music right now and discuss them briefly. From there, I'll move to the main topic for the episode, and that's where you can expect album reviews, interviews with up-and-coming artists, and other fun topics that I think you may find interesting. Each episode will also come with a playlist created by me which you'll be able to find on Spotify, and I'll give you instructions for the first playlist later on in the episode. And if I don't have a playlist, there will be some other form of a music suggestion, and I will call that segment The Put On. And lastly, I'll try to share a dope lyric with you all as I close each episode. And that's pretty much it. So now that you get the gist of the show, let's get it going with the first segment, What's Happening? So today for What's Happening, there are two artists in particular that are taking the cake. Just when it seemed like not much was happening in music, two goats came back on the scene and they are making a whole lot of noise. The first artist is J. Cole, who just dropped an album last Friday. His album quickly saw the number one spot on iTunes and songs from the album were added to some of the most notable rap playlists like Rap Life on Apple Music and Rap Caviar on Spotify. I personally did not get a chance to hear the entire project, but from what I did hear, I can say that I feel like hip-hop was hungry for a true lyricist right now, and that is exactly what J. Cole is, which he showed not only on this project, but in a recent freestyle with Power 106 just before the release of this album. I want y'all to check this out. Here it goes. Chest better check your ball Who gave the world more fire but got less reward No stress, my only guess is that less is more More or less, hundred G's in my dresser drawer Ooh. I'm blessed, hope I arrest, don't arrest me for it I'm new to it, my new crib got the Times Square view to it Yeah, see, that was pretty hot if you ask me And Power 106 has a longer portion of the freestyle Posted on their Instagram At Power 106 Y'all should definitely check that out And the other artist making a whole lot of noise, who you'll quickly learn that I'm a fan of if you keep listening to Let Me Put You On, is Nicki Minaj. I mean, where do I start? She also just dropped some new music with the re-release of her mixtape, Beam Me Up, Scotty, from 2009. She just added it on streaming platforms, and upon adding the mixtape to streaming services, she also added three new songs that fans had never heard before. One is Seeing Green, and it is with Lil Wayne and Drake. The Big Three is back, 
And this was a moment for the three of them to reunite on a track. After, you know, quite some time, they were all kind of flexing a little bit, if you ask me. And I feel like it was a much needed reminder of, you know, who's running this rap stuff. And so here's a little snippet of Nicki Minaj's verse. Ain't gotta ever talk about it when you are about it. Just bought a new car not to drive it, but to walk around it. Just call me Nikki, cock the blicky, the Minaj is silent. Brand new vanilla Maserati, I've been hogging dozen. He called me solid, even though I'm dripping water diet. Big booty sticking out, my Daisy Dukes are cause a riot. These bitches. Yeah, and believe it or not, Nicki Minaj actually said on Twitter. She felt like her verse was the weakest. She said that they washed her. So that lets you know how hard Drake and Lil Wayne must have came on the track because Nicki Minaj was spitting just in a little snippet that I just played for you guys there. The other new songs were Fractions, which is a solo song by Nicki Minaj that boasts playful punchlines and the remix to Crocodile Teeth. And even with only three new songs, fans were excited to be able to stream the old songs originally on the mixtape like Itty Bitty Piggy, which was trending on Twitter following this re-release. Other artists were honorable mentions with their recent drops. This would include The Migos, Kodak Black, and Larry June. Larry June is an up-and-coming rapper from San Francisco, who I suggest you guys check out if you have some extra time. And he's going to be on the playlist that I suggest for you guys today at the end of the show. I'm so excited I keep mentioning it. And that's pretty much it for what's happening. So for this episode, what I wanted to do was an album review. And I wanted to review something kind of recent and something that would give me a chance to discuss multiple artists in this first episode so that y'all can get more of a taste of like what artists I like. And I landed on DJ Khaled's most recent album release, Khaled Khaled. This album was released at the end of April and debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. According to an article I read from the New York Times, it did about 93,000 in first week sales. This project was 14 tracks long and has over 25 features on it, some of which are pretty notable names in the industry that I'll get into as I talk about the album. And there are also producers and writers who work under Khaled, I guess, who have credits on the album as well. I saw a lot of people offering their two cents about the album on Twitter, so I figure, you know, why not give my two cents on the body of work here on Let Me Put You On. So I was going to go track by track, but some, well, a lot, a lot of the tracks just don't seem worth discussing in my opinion. Not saying that they were bad, but most albums, you know, just have those in-between tracks that are just there. They don't really stand out to you. And so I decided to just get into the tracks that stood out to me for whatever reason, good or bad. There are five of them that definitely caught my attention. This is, of course, based on my personal taste, but I like to keep an open mind and hear the opinions of others. So you can get at me on Instagram if you agree or disagree with anything I say. I'm at Danny J. Newton. Um, that's D-A-N-N-Y-J-N-E-W-T-O-N. And with that being said, I will get started with the first track that stood out to me. And I hate to have to start with one that I don't particularly care for. But the third track on the album, Big Paper featuring Cardi B, 
really caught my attention. And disclaimer, I do not dislike Cardi because I like Nicki Minaj. It's just a certain level of artistry that I really look for. And um, anyway, this track got a lot of attention because according to Khaled and Cardi, it was a last minute collaboration and Cardi only had the beat for two days. Cardi also said that she wrote the record herself in an Instagram Live. Based on how the song sounded, I think that those were probably both very true statements. The beat was nice, but I feel like it was a little boring because she only came at it with one flow, and I felt like she was trying to catch the beat from what I was hearing. It, it, a lot of times it seems like the beat is beating her, or she's chasing it, or something. Um, I'm going to let y'all hear a little snippet of the song. Big, big paper, so I deal with big haters. Got, got it out the mud, they do me no favors. It ain't no bitch like her, that's why these bitch don't like her. I respect thought it's not no type us. Three year break, I still get this hyper. Do you see what I'm saying? Maybe you don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping, but that's just me. And people were agreeing on Twitter as well. So I know I'm not crazy, but I will say that Cardi was really talking her stuff on this track boasting her success, and that's good for her. You know, that's what's up. Moving on. Okay, so we started out low, and we are about to go high because this next track, which is number six on the album, is literally my favorite song from the entire project and probably, like, one of my favorite songs to play right now. Let It Go, featuring Justin Bieber and 21 Savage, was shocking because I didn't expect this pairing to work so well the beat is really easy on the ears and it just makes you want to you know dance a little bit vibe and both of these artists perform really well on the beat justin bieber was so smooth with the first verse and i'm actually loving him in these collabs with hip-hop artists more because he provides not only a good hook but a clean verse as well then 21 savage came in with the second verse and i must admit i'm not usually a fan of his work but this beat fit him really well. He literally commanded the track as soon as he started rapping, and I was, like, overly impressed. Here's a little clip from the song. I'll play, like, ending Justin Bieber going into 21 Savage. Let it go. Let it go. Oh. I let it go. If you say that you love me, that better show. Oh, God. Don't try and play like I'm slow, because you've been around the block, and I know this is the show. 21. She asked for seconds. I give her some more, and I'm proud of myself, because I used to be poor. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? It's it's beautiful. It's fun. I think the song was a hit for me because it just seemed easy and effortless, but yet it was still well done. Okay, and next up is Sorry Not Sorry, which is the 10th track on the album. According to Genius, this song samples Jay-Z's Song Cry, and it features Jay-Z, Nas, James Fauntleroy, and it also credits Harmonies by the Hive, which most have figured out is simply Beyonce. And from that artist lineup alone, you see exactly why this track caught my attention. Jay-Z and Nas. Jay-Z and Nas. Two of the greatest lyricists ever who have been beefing for years on the same track. This song, it was just filled with bars and real talk from two OGs in the rap game. The, ja the, the vocals from James Fauntleroy 
And the harmonies from Beyonce brought the whole project together as well. It's a track that I feel like is not meant to be played, you know, over and over, but to be appreciated. And since Jay-Z gets so much shine, I'm going to give y'all a little snippet from Nas's verse on the track. Here it goes. Miss me with the hate. Help so many people get cake. Whips and cream for the crew. No other weed that think faster. Time I spit this, I started some other business. Came from the pitching. Cane in the kitchen. Dangerous missions. Wasting your time if you want my forgiveness. Do you hear that? The lyricism, I mean, they really don't make rappers like that anymore. I feel like we're leaving that now. It's just kind of like, let me make this song and make this money. Is it catchy? But this is real lyricism on this track. And then I just want you to also recognize the harmonies from Beyonce or Harmonies by the Hive because she's been doing her own harmonies for years and many people don't even notice how difficult that is. But listen to how beautiful this sounds at the end of the song. Like I said, this track is its something to appreciate. It is a whole blessing in my opinion. And the track immediately after this blessing on the album is pretty amazing as well. Track 11, Just Be, featuring Justin Timberlake, samples a song called All I Got Is You by Ghostface Killer according to Genius, which, by the way, doing this podcast, you will hear me shout out Genius all the time because Genius is like a music lover's best friend for all the facts that you need, like, about a song. Anyway, the song really stuck out to me because I felt like it was a moment for Justin Timberlake because the song talks about growing and changing, and he recently apologized for some of his past actions on social media, which I won't get into, and I just really love that artists, you know, use their music to do something personal and express themselves in a personal way. And the fact that Justin Timberlake is talented as a singer made it that much easier to enjoy the song. The pre-chorus and chorus really resonated with me, so I'm going to play you a little snippet of that. See, listening to it, I could tell that the words were personal to him, but it also really makes me want to be in the moment and just, you know, give it my best moving forward. And so this song was just absolutely amazing to me. Well done by Justin Timberlake. He's on the song by himself and um, produced by DJ Khaled. So, yeah. The last track that really stuck out to me was track 12, which is I Can Have It All featuring Bryson Tiller, her, and Meek Mill. It stuck out to me at first because I quickly noticed that it samples Feel It In The Air by Beanie Siegel, and I did not have to run to Genius to know that. I loved Bryson Tiller on the intro of the song, and then her was absolutely amazing as well. The first two minutes of the song, before Meek Mill came in, honestly could have just been it. And Meek Mill, you know, he comes in on a break in the music, which forced me to pay attention to what he was saying. And he was not really saying much. 
he was giving what I call struggle bars. And I feel like J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar could have delivered the lyricism on that musical break. It got better when the music came back in, but it was hard for me to recover from the break as a listener. And honestly, you're a rapper. The beat should not be saving you. I'll play hers part leading into Meek Mill so you can hear what I'm talking about. I got the Glock on me. He always asking me why I got it. We trying to hide it from me. He tell me what you get some security. You got a lot of money. Like I said, I could have done without him. But those are the five tracks that stuck out to me from this project. Three that I loved and two that I did not really care for. Other tracks from the album were good as well, such as the Dual League singles, Pop Star, and Grease which both featured Drake. Um, Grease was a little weird to me because Drake sounds exactly like The Weeknd on it. Um, Also, Lil Baby was featured on this album three times. None of the tracks that he was a part of really stood out to me, which is why I didn't discuss them. But he was definitely consistent as an artist and as an individual throughout this project and has been consistent in the game for over a year now. So he was a nice addition to the album and her stood out as an artist as well on this project with two features that she killed. One that I discussed and another one that you guys should check out. Overall, I think that this was a good project by DJ Khaled. It was not amazing because only five tracks stood out to me and only three of them that I really loved. But I would give it a 7 out of 10 overall because the tracks that I didn't talk about, they were okay. Some of them may also be hits. Um, Like I said, some people were critical on Twitter. And in discussions I've had, I keep hearing that some didn't like all of the sampling. A few of the songs I discussed, as well as others, sampled older songs. But I feel like if a sample is used well, then why not? You know, I have an older soul, so if I can hear a throwback song and a new spin on it by my favorite rapper, I'm all for it. Why not? And so I feel like DJ Khaled and his team, they did a good job of using samples. They didn't abuse it. And there are completely original beats on the project as well. So the talent is there. Like I said, overall, this is a 7 out of 10. Um, And if you haven't checked it out, then you definitely should. So you can at least see if you agree with what I've said here today. I didn't name everyone earlier, but there are appearances from other artists like Post Malone, DaBaby, Megan Thee Stallion. So if you're fans of any of those artists, you might want to check it out. And... That's all on Cali Cali, 7 out of 10. Great. And now it is time for the playlist that I have been talking about multiple times throughout this episode because I'm so excited about it. It's my first time making a playlist and sharing it. It is time for our last segment, which I call The Put On. So, like I've been saying, I will try to give you guys a playlist created by me with each episode of Let Me Put You On, and I'm calling it The Put On. And, you know, because I actually want to put you all on to some music, since this is called Let Me Put You On. So, for the first episode, I wanted to do a playlist called Summertime Vibes. This playlist is hip-hop songs that make me think of summer since we're entering into those summer months. 
So whether they make me want to relax on the beach, party, or just ride with the windows down, this playlist is full of my summer hip-hop jams. Some of the songs are older. Some of the songs are newer. Some of the artists are more notable than others. It's a good mix that I think you'll like. And you can find this playlist on Spotify if you search up WANMFM 90.5. It'll be listed as one of their playlists. The link to their Spotify page is also in the link in their Instagram bio. Their Instagram is at 95theflavor. And I'll also share the link on my Instagram, which is at Danny J. Newton. So, yeah, be on the lookout for the playlist with the release of this episode. And that is all that I have for the first episode of Let Me Put You On. Thank you for listening. I'm Danny J. And it's only up from here. I'm going to keep making this thing better and better and better for you guys. As I said earlier, I'll try to close each show with a dope lyric. And I didn't want to overdo it with Nicki Minaj today, but one of her lyrics in Seeing Green really hit me. She raps, life is a beach house, don't let the sand in. And I think she's just saying that life is a challenge. It isn't easy because it obviously is hard to keep sand out of a beach house. I'm not sure why that stuck out to me, but I took it as a reminder that the challenges are worth it because who doesn't want a beach house? The struggle of keeping the sand out, totally worth it. Or maybe the lyric is not that deep. But anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed the first episode. Until next time, peace out.